Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, Loose Talk. Yep, 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 yep. What's happening, guys? Yeah, all I'm fine. good. I don't know what's wrong with Steve, but me, I'm fine, sir. Fantastic. My name is Osagi Alunga. My name is Ayomide Tayo. And we have Steve Dede in the building as well. I'm not feeling fine. I think I have malaria. Uh, that malaria needs. Yeah. Mal- <laughs> mal- malaria caused by stress or malaria caused by mosquitoes? Stress. That's to be stress. That's to be stress. Why is it stress and not mosquito? Hmm? So Ayo, tell us, how was I'm, I'm your... I'm saying it's, it's stress-induced because I stressed myself this couple of weeks. Then something happened today. I went somewhere and I took a little bit. So I, my body has been tell, giving me signs, right? Then I took a, I took like a bottle, like a cup of whiskey this morning around like 10, 11, 12 ish, and that was when everything just came out. And you know, went to the pharmacy to get drugs. I'm getting better. Took my drugs, ate, had some sleep. I'm getting better. Okay, wish you speedy you recovery. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> What's glory uh, to God? Malaria is not as bad as you see. many white people die of malaria. Hmm. Hmm. That's true. What killed Malaria? All of them died of malaria now. Most of those white guys are killed. Malaria will not kill Amen. me. Amen. You are strong, as they say. Yeah, you are strong. healed. Amen. Okay. All right. So, malaria. Sorry about that. Ayo, how was your, how uh, was your week? has been good. We can't complain. Um, in the city of Lagos, doing what we know how to do best, try and look for money, try and survive in this uh, crazy city of 20 million people. Yeah. Fair enough. Are we really 20 million people no, that's in Lagos? The one they gave us, so we took it. Since we don't know our population, then, so we just took that one. So we managed the 20 million. But it feels like 20 million because there are a lot of people in this fucking city. Yeah, I can't wait for us to conduct the census. I think we had the last one in 2006. Like, get right? the census. Forget it. Don't bother yourself. But I don't understand why. Forget, forget it. Why? Sensors. It's going to be based on the lie, on the lies they've been telling us. So it's not said I go to scrap all the other sensors and do a brand new one. Like okay, yeah, it's just based off the old bad mathematics that we've been pushing for a long time. So Ayo, you're trying to say that we cannot conduct credible sensors to determine the number of people, like the the right population size get- in this country. Is Let it, me ask the question first. Sorry, I just want to ask the question first. well now. Wait now. Okay, okay, sorry. I'm just trying to say is that is this a case of we being incompetent or there's another, you know, sinister motive behind the okay. the the inaccurate, you know, um, for me, it's all counting of, all of the above. So. Yes, we're incompetent people. Let's not even deny. We saw what happened with the elections. And that's not as if it's only one election. Oops. Wait, Aya, let me ask this thing first. Okay. I have to ask this thing. Elections and census, which one is like most important, most critical to like a country? Um, I um, The elections. Are you sure? I feel the same. Elections. So if we can't get election rights, why do you think we can get census rights? Aya thinks it's census that is more important. No. So let's even... Well, any of the, any of the two. Well, I feel that, you know, first of all, we're incompetent people. We should not... We should not deny it. all that stuff of Nigerians are very great. Mm-hmm. Medi- Overall, our culture is mediocre. Our culture is incompetency. Let's not lie. And also, um, the population or the census numbers have been always miscued because um, based off your population, that's why they will, they will allocate like resources and everything based off that. And they see that whole tr- 
Is that, that confirmed? Or is just it's just what it does? Well, if you if you find out that the bigger bigger states have more LGs and LGs get more, and the money that go to all those states are going to be bigger, then definitely, I guess, I guess. Um, also, there's that belief that you know that there's this you know um, tribal ethnic stuff. So um, everybody wants to have large numbers because that shows you have more voting power at the end of the day. So we're not going to get anything right. The first census in Nigeria already skewed, so nothing doesn't look Tinubu might surprise me but i don't know i know they've postponed this like the census um i don't know when is the new, i don't know the new date but um, still on still they'll still count they'll still count cow and cow and goats for us i'll say they're human beings i told you guys this thing before now this i, I worked as a registrar whatever yeah. it is as an ad hoc staff um during 2006 census and mm-hmm. um you know the local government chairman then at that time um you know, was very sure he knew. He said he had feedback from other places in, you know, from other parts of the country, especially in the north, that they were inflating numbers, that we have, we also have to inflate numbers, right? So he was promising, then they used some coppers, they used some universities, then they used some guys, normal level. So he was promising that he was going to really, you know, um, local government chairman at that time, he was promising that he was going to really give them extra money after the, after INEC pays the ad hoc staff that was going to give them money that they should just inflate, help inflate the figures, right? And I keep telling these guys that. So every day, he invites all the guys, all the rec, everybody working in his local government to his house for lunch or breakfast. So people were always going in and out of his house during that time. They were cooking, you know, making sure everything was all right. So they were, And everybody was expecting a big paycheck after, like from the councillor himself, from the councillor himself. He was a councillor, yeah, not a local government chairman. After that big, after the census, and I keep telling, I keep telling people like this man is not going to give you like I've known, I know for, I've known politicians all my life. This man is not going to give you one now. Immediately the census finish, finishes. If he sees you in the house, his, his house the next day, <laughs> he probably use his dog to chase you away. So I never even listened to them when anytime they were talking about oh, inflating. I don't know how people did it, but I never. It wasn't something I considered at all. I don't even send the guy I, I, to go to his house to even take um, have lunch or breakfast. I never did it. I only go there to just hang out with other guys. You know, me and my partner. Um, and guess what happened after the census? The following day, he came, people came to his house. I was like, ah, I never put now. I'm not go now. It's not like he changed up everybody. You know, people who probably, you know, inflate that figure based on the promise that, or based on what he promised them, they didn't get anything. And I kept telling them, guy, this guy is not going to give you anything. He's a politician. You can't just take his words. You can't believe him. You know, so that was the word. You know, going around at that time, um, around the states, Delta State at that time, that, oh, they're inflating figures everywhere in, in the north, in the west. So we all, we also have to do it. You know, so and that's how we got our two hundred million, and you know, which everyone in their right senses we have to doubt the, doubt that number. Um, so I don't expect I expect same thing. It's not as if the people have changed. I think we've gotten we've even gotten worse. So it's going to be the same thing, and I don't just trust it. You know, it's Nigeria. Like I said, we've not gotten an election right since 1960. What do you, why do you think it's census that we're going to get right? Census that is more complicated. You need more people. More people are involved. More processes. It's going to be like really complex. Otila. Yep. Wow. Okay. Fair enough. So we're not going to get any accurate numbers from any census we're having because it is politically motivated. Motivated. Yeah, and incompetence, the culture of incompetence in Nigeria is so entrenched that, you know, I don't, I, it goes to be a miracle mm-hmm. if something better comes out of it or something honest or accurate comes out of this census. 
Yeah, I pray. I pray. I pray so. I pray so. So the 20 plus million people in, in yeah. Lagos, that is what we are. And I put this in, in yeah. air quotes. That is what we are dealing with, with in um, Lagos. Yeah. From, from the calculation, right? I think from the last census, the most populated cities happen to be Lagos and I be, Kano, yeah, I Lagos believe. They are saying Kano has the same yeah. number. Yeah. Even though that's, that, that has been disputed a, a long time ago, a, a lot of people have disputed that that number. But you know, when the, when it's time for election, we all know the Kardashian sisters. You know, Kanu is one of them. Kanu is the biggest. Kanu is the Kim Kardashian of the Kardashian sisters. So it is what it is. Yeah, things don't change much more. Okay, it's good to know how you guys are doing. I'm also doing very well. Um, this week was very interesting for me. Um. I, interestingly, at the end of this week, had clarity on a few things I'm doing. And um, let me tell you something, man. Once you have clarity about the next few years, what you want to do in the next few years, it gives you some sort of confidence boost, you know, where you are very sure and you can lay out a plan. Imagine trying to plan for the next two years. And of course, things change, but, you know, just putting out a plan for the next two years. It gives you some sort, of, and if you have clarity about that, you know, when you've asked all the questions and you've done research and whatever you're doing right, and you are very clear on it, it sort of some it gives you some sort of confidence yeah. boost. So I think that's where I am as a person, you know, and uh, I, I achieved that today actually, and so I feel very confident and proud of myself. That's good. Shout out to you. Awesome, awesome. Congratulations, bro. I'm so thank happy you. for you. Thank you, thank you. Oh, that's Sir, very nice. That's a bit thank of you. fraud. Thank you. Uncertainties can be very depressing and um, very discouraging. Mm-hmm. You know, but when you you know when you you know take a line of thought and you know you you get a clear direction, you know it's, you have a, you, you get a boost and you know. So I feel you, I feel you, bro. I feel you. Nice one, thank you, thank you very much. Are you you were no, saying I something? Steve was joking, so I thought I sensed a bit of Shonda Fraud. Why? <laughs> no, I wasn't joking. I know, I know, I, I know. You thought I was joking. I wasn't joking. <laughs> All right, nice one. Let's get into these fan meals. Not too many fan meals um, this time not. around, so we're just going to breeze through them. We, however, do have an Ask the Giants, and uh, this one is very, it's, very it's serious. Some so, magic. And yeah, it's Steve. It's Steve has Steve's response. I mean, Steve is going to respond to it. He's the one that's going to be in forefront of it. <laughs> so, but let's start with our regular family. This is from Philemon Jacob. Hello, Giants. Hope you are doing well. Been a while since I sent an email. School choked me badly. I want to appreciate you guys for putting the link to my wonderful article in the show notes of the inauguration day episode of the pod. The article is the most read article on my Medium page. While I am still writing, I have ventured into managing. A friend of mine here is quite talented and he wants to become serious with his music. He told me he recognizes my knowledge for music and thinks I should manage him and we can grow together. While I know nothing about managing an artist, I've been learning on the job and we've made slow but steady progress. I've also connected with industry OGs in that short time, so I'm quite excited. Maybe if the song does does good enough, my GOAT, AOT2, can give my artist a performance slot at the next wow. Glock party. The Milan hey, you didn't specify that guy. 
I know a few. Island, uh, <laughs> see what I was saying. Gold block party, capital block party, premier block. They plenty. So let us know. Just I don't know which state is in now. Give him slot. Don't too much. Are you? Are you? I am not the slot giver, but I will consider you. Give him slot. Give him slot. Anyways, I know fuel is expensive now, but I can't wait for you guys to return to recording in the recording the pod in the studio like you guys used to do. But we enjoyed the virtual pod. Dear oh. Mr. Launch, <laughs> plug us to good TV shows, please. Big up to you guys. This pod is the best thing that happened to Nigeria in a long time. I've learned a lot from this pod and I'm excited because I know there's still much Thank more much. to learn. Keep up the good work, guys. Bye. Okay, quick feedback, Mr. Jacob, you know, um, regarding your new venturing. You ventured into m- music management. Ayo, do you have any feedback for him? That's a Bro. very hostile what? waters this young man finds himself. It looks yes. very exciting, but have, please give him the patience, formal one. Do not enter into this. It is a very thankless job, so be ready. Nobody's going to give you your flowers or give you your accolades. So it's a very thankless job. So ask, look yourself in the mirror very well early in the morning. Around 4:45 a.m. And ask yourself if you can go through this journey. It doesn't have a structured salary, you know, all that. You know, you can grind for six, seven, eight years and not see shishi. So ask yourself, are you ready? And at the moment, after you grind like eight years and you, the artist blows up and you get fired, at the moment of where you're supposed to benefit from your hard work, you know, can you deal with that? Ask yourself this. Management is not glamorous at all. It's one of the least glamorous aspects of the music business. If you know how to produce or know how to sing, my guy, just enter in front of the camera. Just go in front of the camera now and do that. But behind the scenes, bro, God be with you. Be very patient. Be a people person. Um, learn to take no. If people insult you, you have to go back again and keep doing it over and over again. Do not have an ego. Um, that's it at the end of the day. I'm going to read books about management, you know. In, I know it won't fit exactly into the Nigerian terrain, but the whole principle will still work here at the end of the day. So, yeah. But good luck to you, my guy. You're going to need it every step of the way. Super, super. Thank you very much, Aya. I want to, I want to add to what Aya said. And yes, please. I want to add is, you know, if it's something that you really want to do, like there's something I always say, I've never seen somebody who consistently put in work into something for like five, eight, ten years and they're not, and they're not successful, right? It takes time to be a successful person. So if, if it's artist management that you think is something that you want to do, you know, know that you have to put in the work. I talked about reading books. You have to like, you know, when you say you're managing artists, doesn't mean because it's entertainment, it's like really basic. No, if you're a business manager, like we're a manager. So you have to like edu- educate yourself, take courses, read books, managing books, read books about the music industry and just get to work, bro. Consistent, con- consistently, you know, with time, you're going to get better results and ultimately become successful so if it's what you want to do buckle up and just is and get to work that's it exactly exactly thank you very much steve as well here's the thing right my own feedback in addition to what steve and i have mentioned which are 100 valid so please look into it treat it like a job it's not a joke and that's what a lot of people who go into this music space that have friends who are doing music right or make I just be your manager, and then you just coast around, coast around, and guess what? Maybe your 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 friend or your artist is really good, and he pops off. Then he starts looking at you that you don't have the experience, or you don't have the knowledge. 
should you really be his manager? You get then he starts looking out. Then you start feeling betrayed. But on the on the real, you don't have the experience or you don't even have the knowledge to feel, you know, the shoes of being a manager. So you have to equip yourself and take it as a day one job. It's it's the best it's an artist's life here that we're talking about. It's career. So as he takes it seriously, you also have to take it seriously. That's how I see it. And the second thing is please do your paperwork. Please do your paperwork. And you should establish that relationship from now. There's nothing like, well, we'll we just be guys now. Let's just be doing it. When we get there, we get it. No, establish everything now, right? Whatever, you know, you want to, whatever you envision the relationship to be like when it's standard, you should start setting the tone from now. So that's that's my own advice. But yeah, let's move from... Mr. Jacob to Mr. Canada. This is Mr. Anonymous, but Mr. Anonymous is from Canada. And a big shout out to this person because this person has um, supported us, you know, um, by donating to the podcast, I think two or three times now. So shout out to, I'm just, you know, we just decided to describe this person as Mr. Canada. Um, And uh, SDC, this person is very, very close to you. This is your... This is your, your question, right? So please, yeah, SDC. You know, we we we're not from the Can- Canadian contingency. So Steve, yeah, your family was, people. That's my guy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, you guys almost triggered my loose talk trauma last week. I woke up on Monday expecting the pod episode, and there was nothing. But I really appreciate the interlude you released about the Twitter issue. I am not sorry to say this. The people complaining about Twitter monetization are acting entitled. Hypothetical scenario. You have a wealthy neighbor who owns a luxury bar. He allows you and your friends to get into the bar to watch foreign matches and even eat some of the food at the bar. However, things get a little difficult for the bar financially and the bar owner says, you can come and watch the matches for free, but if you want to eat, please pay a little token and you flip off the handle. Give me a break. You guys are entitled. You are entitled to nothing. Congrats on your newly found anger at the fact that a business needs to make profit to stay afloat. If the social economic circumstances of a freebie you once enjoyed changes, be humble enough to adjust your expectations of that freebie. Quick one before we continue this meal. What are your thoughts on that? I want to say, uh, my guy... You know what? Shout out to Mark Zuckerberg. I have over 600 followers on thread. If the neighbor wants to eat his house, if eat his house. And that neighbor has pulled up and the neighbor has a bigger house. Thank you very much. And he's giving the black folks free chicken. Yeah, I don't know about that mm-hmm. one. I don't. You see, that first of all, that's African-American. As an African, there's no there's nothing wrong with me eating chicken. If that's Af- African-American's business, I don't know about, I don't know about watermelon. <laughs> I eat watermelon, please. As an African, I eat. As an African American, I'm sorry for your chicken watermelon. That's your own business. I will eat my own way. Thank you. And break I the bones. Know, that, one, that one's too much. And you don't break your chicken. I do, bones. but not like some people that you know they, they just go in. I'm like, bro, it's okay, it's dead. Let it go, bro. There's no famine in the land. Cool down. I'm also we will grind those bones to the point where there's nothing there. Steve, Steve and I know one person now. It calls it cash, cash, yo. 
The guy will grind everything uh, to like problem day. That will problem day. I say it's calcium. The guy say it's not calcium. <laughs> it's potassium. Okay, so Ayo says he doesn't really care because there's a new platform. Sorry. Okay, okay let me add. Steve, what about if you? If the old wife is doing Shakara, they will bring you a new wife now. And you will know. Things will change now. The bedroom, the bedroom vibration will change. You will know. Your name the time will go change. Now. But you know what's wild? Before we go further, right? People that have like yeah. two or three wives and they have like a timetable. You know, so two or three, there are two scenarios here. Two or three wives, right? This is a polygamous family. How is and every And everybody is staying in the same house. Yeah. Right? But like all the wives have yeah, their definitely. own rooms. They have That's them. crazy. They have That's them. crazy. Right? Then, you know, then there's also the scenario where the wives also have like, you know, their own houses with their own kids. And, you know, the man probably shuttles between yeah. you know the houses right but so, they are like in the same neighborhood enough, that's like another that scenario very famous man that did that for a while well, but moving on yeah but bro so you just okay this monday i'm yeah. just going to stay in this house then tuesday or wednesday i'm on, over at that place or i'm in this room and this is the person that's going is it not just a bit uh, stressful it was, stress, it was stressful for the ogs yeah, back then i don't know why it's real now us is stressful it's really this lazy, this lazy, yeah, lazy that, young, young games. Men, them, and they service all the women, bro. No, that first, the first thing is that your sex life is is on steroids because if you have three wives, it means you are having at least you're having sex at it's least my... three times a week. But you know, virus is a boost. Yes, you know, virus is a booster on its own. Right in a Viagra on you, so every week you are mm-hmm. having sex three, yes, times. four times. That person yeah, will like, get prostate cancer. You don't even get prostate again. The prostate don't. It's, the prostate don't go. It's free road. <laughs> yeah. The prostate has died. <laughs> no, see, you know, see, let me tell you something, man. You, you think about this thing, but see, I'm, I'm a married man, right? Steve is a married man. Ayo, you Yanoji, you have sex on Monday. You have sex on Tuesday, you move to the other place, you probably chill, maybe you have sex on Wednesday, then you go back, then now you have sex on Thursday, then f- like fam. You're having sex I'll, like five times a week. Happen, no? Like I said, I, I'm sure the trick here is the variety. When variety is the energy good day. But if it's yeah, on one, it. that's where well, it's well my well my and then while I sometimes. You know. So I had this sorry, sorry to take you guys. This is a very funny joke. So mm-hmm. this, a man gave me a gist. I don't, I'm not going to tell you guys, I'll, I'll tell you guys where I met the man. Um, maybe privately. But the man gave me a gist that, you know, there was one time he, so he, 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 he was married, had the kid, and this was really bad for him, right? But he, on his own, he, was just, he, was, he just thought that his wife does not have good head. That's what he said. That's what he said. There was only something very fishy about his wife, you know, spiritually. You know, he said he didn't just understand, but things were really, really bad until he met this church church woman. They became really close as they started having sex and they started dating. And the woman used to pray for him, right? And things started getting good, you know. He now, you know, you know, set the woman up, rented a good home for her. Started, even if even when he didn't marry her, like they started seeing properly. 
said, what happened on one day? Just got another, like, epiphany. He said, you know what? Let me look for another third a terrible woman that would be also be praying for me. So he found why, it. Why, why, he found God. the woman and the woman started praying for him and his blessing increased, became like richer and things were happening. This guy he said he's now on his fourth on his third fourth chick. Like that's the fourth woman in his life. Three of them are really prayer warriors. He's looking for one more to see if he's <laughs> <laughs> if he will go on that level. You know, the irony of this story. you know the irony of this story? That these women are prayer warriors. That's just the irony of everything. Yeah, uh, so that really, like, like church, church women, like they go to church, they pray for him, you know, they do fasting for him. It's like, you know what? Do you know what it is to have one woman doing that for you? Now you have two or three. Bro, I cried. <laughs> like, I was laughing. <laughs> this, this is the equivalent of having those alphas pray yes, for you all day. But this one, they knock them. And it's cheap. Bro, and I it, cried. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was, it's also funny. Back to Elon Musk. You know, I don't have the problem okay. with his monetization mm-hmm. um, policy. But I just think he's he's doing it in a certain, with a certain, in a certain character. And two, that whole limits exceeded thing was just dumb. Like, it didn't make sense because Twitter is so high volume because it's text. So it didn't make sense to see you see all these 600 tweets. Like, it just didn't make sense. I don't know why he did it, but he reversed it instantly. Also, I think the, the, what people don't like about Elon Musk is just this demeanor. Like, oh, yes. the way he talks, the way he, like, he's, a, re- he's a cocky re- guy re- and he does not care. And that's yeah. why people really want to... And I respect him for like, I respect him. But one thing I know about Elon Musk, I've, I've, I've thought about it. I was discussing with another friend earlier in the week. I think he has a problem with, um, with you know, coming up with a mass product, with a mass appeal, like a product that has mass appeal. You know, Tesla is like an elite thing. You know, it price, like a, a few people buy it, but with higher price, that's how he gets his money. The jet, the space thing, you know, even his, uh, his internet, what's the name of his internet um, service? Starlink. Starlink. Everything is like really expensive, web priced and elite in a way. So I, I, I think he has a problem. He doesn't really know how to like head or manage a a platform that can have that has mass appeal. You know, I think that's just his major problem. He's he has made his money and he has made his name with products that are really, you know, um priced, you know, that price that prices out the, the, the masses and just, you know, um serves only an elite few. Um, so I, I think that's just his major problem. How to like manage a product that is, has mass appeal. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I yeah so basically something. for white billionaires, they have two problems. Or either 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 you are like very quirky and strange, like a Mark Zuckerberg, who people always clown at that, that they always say that he doesn't look human. Or you have this asshole um, demeanor. And he has chosen the asshole one. And he does it very well. He does it very... I won't lie. The guy plays that asshole billionaire playboy thing down to a T. Right? And that pisses people off. I think the guy who gets it in between a bit is Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos can sometimes appear nerdy until lately that he has started the, you know, gymming and dating that hot woman. But for him, Elon Musk just has a way of... Who's that? Elon Musk. Like yes, like I'm hitting on Elon Musk. No, Yes, man. Yeah, and also the woman you are describing now, hot. That's yeah, also that's very subjective. Okay, I'm very sorry. <laughs> I hope I'm not offended any non-beautiful people listening to that. Anyway, yeah. So Elon Musk has like a very, very like grating character, 
and he doesn't know like the art of like public communication or public speaking is not his strongest suit. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I I hear you guys, and but I I sort of um yes I see it right. We all need to acknowledge that a large portion a percentage of users of Twitter are very much addicted to the platform. Yeah, so let me just interject. Right? Yes, that's why it's successful. And what, yeah. Yes. And what I saw last week when he, there was this whole like limits introduced into accounts. What I, and you know, we can debate how that started. Some people will tell you, oh, he didn't play for, you know, the cloud he, he didn't he didn't he didn't pay for the cloud sub yeah yeah for the cloud subscription and that you know the bill had passed so they shunted down the deal whatever you know but my point here is if everybody can just admit that they are addicted to this platform right and any break in transmission any break in our dopamine fix right will get us irritated will get us annoyed if anybody can just admit that oh see i'm addicted to this platform and if i don't get my daily fix i'm going to be mad bro i saw everybody get annoyed of something that you go to the plat like you get this platform for free right you go to this platform everything you consume for this free of charge the platform doesn't charge you anything you get information you have your fix, you get mad at people, you get happy. The platform gives you all those things and all of a sudden, or for some strange reason, if this guy wants to charge you, you get mad that he's charging you. Can I, can I say something? I don't, I, I don't get it. And that's why I am, yeah. Yeah, so it's not even like him saying he wants to charge us. He did the whole Twitter verification thing. People were pleased, they moved on. But the whole, the, the whole rate limit or whatever it's called already went into effect. You didn't tell anybody. Mm -hmm. Nobody knew. Then it came out like an hour and you gave out a shitty tweet about it. Like I said, it comes, is the way he does his comes is very, very... And I know that's his style. That's, and it has worked for him. He's a billionaire. He's in the 1% of the 1%. But at the end of the day, he, the way he just passed across the message is what really pissed people off at the end of the day. If Elon Musk already announced like the way he did for verification, that local as from this deal, this is the 600, blah, 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 blah. People get pissed, but they'll move on sharply. They won't die. Look at verification. People have fuck. Who gives a fuck about verification? Now, if I see a blue tick, I even think you're a whack person because you're going to just you're just a noise maker on Twitter. But the way he puts it out, and sometimes, like I said, when he, when he, when he, when he speaks to like a mass audience, and your mass audience is Twitter, and Twitter is more than even a country, it's a continent. It feels like he's the dictator of a third world nation. Where he's South African, so I guess that kind of you know is part of the blood. But yeah. Anyways, what I'm just trying to say is that if somebody wakes up today and... You're right. Combs was poor, right? And that is as a result of what also happened with probably the class subscription and whatever, right? So the Combs was actually poor. But if someone wakes up today and says, hey, Twitter, pay $5 every month to access Twitter, I don't think people should get annoyed. I don't think people should be mad that they can't get it for free anymore when you've been getting... And, you know, there's not like, oh, we build this platform. Yeah, but you also got what you came here for. And you're there every day because there's a lot of stuff you're benefiting from. That's just my point. Anyways, back to this email, right? 
um, Mr. Canada says, the universal business rule, in whatever you are buying or selling, you must turn into a profit, if not now, in the long run. Twitter has not was not turning into a profit before Musk bought it. If anyone followed the purchase of Twitter, Musk almost pulled the plug on the deal because at the point of buying it, he found that Twitter inflated its user's base, right, with a massive number of bots and multiple accounts for a person. Many people have made serious money and exposure via Twitter. There are many artists, content creators, and business people no one will know if not for Twitter. They should go and inquire about how much one would need to push their hustle via another channel like radio or TV, right, and compare it to what one gets from free exposure via Twitter. If $8 a month is not worth it for you, fine, but we should quit the complaints because we are freeloading all this while. All these issues Musk is currently going through is he trying to figure out a way of balancing the freebies we enjoy and him making a profit from the app. Is he doing it well? Maybe not, but give him some time. It is only fair. Or else, what are we losing by his monetization? Something we've never paid for. Also, please guys, what is it with AKT people and their newfound love for Guinness records, um, the Guinness World Records? What is it in the waters there? Cookathon, Teacherton, Kissathon, maybe the next are Itaton, Likaton, Nakaton. It is almost as if we collectively decided that Nigeria must be on the global trend for good or bad. Have an amazing weekend, guys. Shout yeah. out to Mr. Canada. Quick one, Ayo. What's, what, what's up with so, the AKT okay, people? And Ondo, yeah, Ondo also got people? in the mix. And if you know the history of Nigeria, I mm-hmm. think AKT came out from Ondo. So they are, they are co-joined twins in this. I don't know what is happening in both states. There's something in the water there. I don't know the unemployment rates. Maybe we'll check the unemployment rates in both states. But it's, it's becoming a joke right now. I think over the week, either the gov- government of Ikiti or, or Undo banned the Kisaton event. There was also somebody that was going to kiss people for the longest uh, for the longest time ever and break a world record. But thankfully, somebody was thinking in the state house. Yeah, the government just be hitting. And they decided that this bullshit is enough. Please, once again, I am reaching out to our daddy in the Lord. Uh, Emperor Jagaban, President Bola Tinubu, that this army he wants to create, the first two states you should go to are like Ekiti and Ondo State. Because clearly, they are jobless there. They don't have anything. Let them go and do soldier turn or army turn there. And let them go and march for the country. Because really, I don't get it. <laughs> they, they, they are not offering any value to me. This is it's ludicrous. Don't they have work there? What do they do from Monday to Friday? Bro, Anyway, you know what I see with this whole thing? I see that it has a lot to do with poverty. It has a lot um, to do with people trying to escape poverty. Let me put it like that. The success of the lady who attempted to cook for the longest, you know, hours or longest period of time, Hilda Bassi, right? I think everything surrounding the byproduct of that, that success, that virality she she earned of doing the whole thing, right? The amount of fame. I think that is what people are seeing. And that is the biggest motivator to why people are also going into their own, you know, um their own attempt to break yeah. a, a world record. I don't see the genuine attempt to break a world record because they're interested in it or because they have a passion for it. 
It is if I attempt this thing, if I'm popular enough, I will gather X, you know, I will gather this much fame and popularity, and I can then use that as leverage to to acquire wealth. And that is what. Yeah. Yeah, and and that is what people are just seeing, and that is what people are just doing. That's what I see. Because that lady wanted to do like the longest massage for like blah, blah, blah. And she collapsed after many hours. Like, come on, man. She collapsed. She collapsed. You funny? She collapsed on live. There's like what, there's video showing her that, collapsing live. Is that not is so that ironic? Doing massage too. Her leg was stuck in the air for like how many minutes? I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is this is stupid, right? Like, <laughs> you hit it right on the nail, right? Poverty is so bad in Nigeria that everybody's looking for that gap that will make me blow in the shortest amount of time. Hence, why Big Brother is like the church, is the is the is the altar of fame. People come and worship there. Like just give me for five days. I don't even need to do 90. Mm. If I can just make an impression on the minds of Nigerians, when I come out, they will buy me cars, they will buy me house, they will buy me land, and I'll be famous and I'll go to push on like that. Any any outlets for fame, you know, music is too hard. Before you do me, when you do music, before you blow a good thing, acting is hard, you know. Before it used to be beauty pageants until Big Brother came, you know, as a fine girl, become go to a beauty pageant. Become most beautiful girl in Nigeria, bam, your life is soft. I've never seen a poor beauty queen in my life before. Nigerian beauty queen. But right now, you know, this is the new one. Hidabasi has shown people that oh, this is the new way. But Hidabasi had good intentions, you know, for our own. These other ones are just comedians and, like, you know, and not very serious people at the end of the day. Because before Hidabasi, people have been attempting, you know, world records, yeah. but it hasn't been as popular as this one yeah, or as yeah. frequent, yeah. you know, as this. And when people have done it, it's just passion fields. Like, we've seen plenty of people, yeah. the boy who raised the ball, there are a couple of other yeah. people, Nigerians, who have done this thing. But I think the way Hilda did it, right? Because, yeah, and there was this whole um, popularity and fame yeah, around yeah, it, okay. and that's, yeah, that's what's what really means. attracting people. Yeah, because uh, DJOB, you know, I remember when he DJed, um, DJ Yin, who did it. Yeah. A couple of people have done stuff, you know, and it hasn't been as, as popular as this, but once people just saw, yeah, ah, our popularity, feel, fame, yeah. I feel blue through this, boom. And yeah, and to me, I'm just, I'm just, you know, it's, it's just, it just shows how much people don't like poverty, which is a good thing, but, you know, are not trying yeah. to do the right things to, 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 to go down the right path, you know, and, and it, it looks lazy, it looks tacky. You know, look at the melody doing the massage. You have no business. You have no business doing what's this massage at all. You have no business giving a massage for X number of hours. Like what 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 is all that? You know, first of all, your muscles, your bones, your body. Do you know the amount of work it goes? Bro, do you know the amount of work it goes into massaging someone's body? Your arms, everything. You want to do that for come on. She broke down. She she literally broke down on live. Like you know, and that's that's a stain on your life forever. Everybody's gonna make they, it. Calm, they go, they go clang. The full of the memes go dinner. You know. Yeah, but we're also in the era where the normal rule should, of engagement in yeah. social this social era. She can flip it. I have no shame. She can flip it. I have no well. shame. She can flip it well, bro. Bro, it's good. It's Gucci. Last night took a L, uh, but tonight I bounced back. Yeah. So so that's that. Steve wanted to say something. No, no, no. Um, I'm not talking about <laughs> the. the the Guinness yeah. thing. I'm, I'm tired of it. 
was mm-hmm. go back to Elon Musk, the thing that he was saying about Elon Musk, right? Uh, he's yeah. just trying to figure it out. And I, I, yeah. I, I talked about it last week. We're just seeing the only you, the reason why Elon Musk is just taking this much heat was seeing somebody in real yeah, time yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. figure out something. And this is how this is how the process of life is. Nobody comes out and gets it easier once. You know, it takes me back to I always like using him as an example. Mikel Ateta. He's a coach. He he was a captain of Arsenal. He retired from football. He went to Man City as an stand coach and got his first job as a as an Arsenal manager. In the eye of the storm, you know, he was like really really like, like there's no there's no there's uh, I don't know how many people like how can you be uh, you can't be more popular than the Arsenal manager like in terms of the football yeah, and, conversation yeah, right like it's one of the biggest most, jobs in the world yeah. and you're giving it to a rookie you're giving it to a rookie and people expected him to be Alex Ferguson in his first three seasons it's not possible now in the process of life is that how things are like in life like if in life if you are doing things what that's what that that's what, why why there's something called a process right it, it's not possible to just come and just start getting it right immediately. He has to learn. He has to, unfortunately for him, you know, he did it in, you know, as an Arsenal manager and everybody was looking at him and just clowning and mocking him. No, he was learning. He was obviously an intelligent guy. That's what's happening to Elamos now. He's, he's figuring this thing out. He bought a, a, a huge platform, Twitter, for $40 billion. Um, billion. Um, he wants to figure out something. He wants to figure out yeah, a way I... to make money. So even if he makes mm-hmm. mistakes, it's fine. And... I have to respect him because you know, let's like cost some stuff. Let's Jack has been trying to class. make like Twitter profitable all this while. He couldn't. And this is Jack like, for a long time. For a time. long so, time. This is Jack Jack. Come on good. now. And that's why you see Jack. Jack will never Jack never no, sees anything bad about him. Do you see billionaires? About him. Excuse like he was he's the only only billionaires that him. came out to fight were Otedola and Illuminati. Uh, after that, I've not seen it. No, but but Mox and uh, this even. There's no more. This is the fight. fight. You don't understand billionaire talk. This is the fight. This is the cage. You don't yeah, understand this Billy this talk. This is Billy right. talk right here. This is the fight they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my man, my man is allowed to figure it out. Yeah, and he will trust me. He's a lot more now. He needs to he hire Charlie sure Poppy. Hire Charlie Poppy. The only man that went into EFCC net and came out. <laughs> he, will, yeah. he, will, he will figure yeah. it out. I just want to say, for, wow. and this is going, and this is going back to, this is <laughs> this is going back to, um, what you mentioned on Mikel Arteta, you know, Arsenal's um, manager. I actually gauge people's sense of maturity and level of maturity rather with how they critique certain things and certain people, you know. Um, if I see someone critique, that's true. Critique, you know, Mikel Arteta in a certain way, then I understand that your level of maturity isn't there yet, or at least your level of exposure, or you know, exposure to certain experiences is quite yeah. limited. Yeah, that's how I just see things, you know. That's true. I understand. Because it takes you, you need to understand that building in public is a very tough thing to do. That's one. You know, owning a platform like Twitter where, and this is, you know, everybody has an opinion. They come out, they write threads. <laughs> you see people who are qualified now. in certain positions or you read their threads or their tweets and you're like, this makes no sense. I saw someone I respect a lot, you know, with the launch of these threads and the person came out and was already predicting doom for the platform. Which one for threads? 
And I just, you know, thought to myself, sat back and said, you, you, who are you in the grand scheme of things to come out and say this platform is going to be dead within a year? Oh, that, that person doesn't know anything. Do you understand? You're not part of the product team. You're not part of the business You're team. not smarter than the people. You, don't, you, you, you literally don't know, you know, the roadmap of this platform. This platform has just been launched. You don't know what this platform will evolve into. Look at the, you know, um, uh, um, the the past um, 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 productivity level and just the past experience of this person, Zuckerberg, running platforms, you know, and all that. And then you can just say this platform, this platform is just going to be dead within a year. <laughs> I, you know, and this person is someone I respect. He's in tech space, and I'm just like, you're 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 you're, you're limited. You know, you're you're to certain experiences, and at times I think people should just. That's my problem with social yeah. media. Sometimes people should if just shut up. Picture, people just, just need to quiet. keep quiet and just observe. You don't need to have an opinion on everything. You know, just keep quiet and observe and see what's going on, and maybe you learn a thing or two. That's how I just see, see things, you know, when people just come and say, oh, Moss does not know what he's doing. Like I said the last time, he's the richest man in the world. I think you should just shut up. You are not. He is. There's a reason why, you know, how can you try, try to demystify and over-rationalize somebody being the richest man in the world? No, they'll tell you that... Um Running Tesla, people, oh, he's not the one that no, started no, no. Tesla. Some guy started, he just no, bought it over and blah, 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 blah. Oh, he's really not the one that started PayPal. It was just blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, how stupid can you people be to think that? Like, how, how do you give silly excuses? So, so he just became the richest man in the world by luck. That's what you people are trying to do. They're just trying to oversimplify and rationalize, you know, the impact of what this guy has done and the hard work this person has done. People will and, talk too much. People will talk too much here. They're not smart. Like, all right, let's get into the show. Talking point. Yeah, talking points. Um, Steve, first of yes, all, before sir. we start, I demand an apology or oh, I, yes. I or I demand a thank you for putting these talking points together, starting it off and putting it together. <laughs> and you just you know what you did? You know what you did? You know that meme where they say dude shows up when they've built everything. <laughs> that's that's you right now. I did every damn fucking thing. Put five so should, segments together. Should we be doing this thing every week? Should we be doing this thing? Like anybody that does talking points would, would demand a thank you from the other from the other co-host. No, I know you're in charge of talking As, points. Asagi Alung, Asagi Alung, yeah, you, thank you no, very much. No, don't call for... my name. Don't call my <laughs> Wait, name. Wait, I have to you call your charge... name. No, so you're you are in charge of talking. Everybody has their work to do on this Okay, program. okay, no. Right? It's division of labor. Remember the division of labor? Social studies. Mr. Lunch. Division of labor is not social studies. It's not. Is division of labor is okay. Well, well, division of labor is where. It's business studies. It's not social studies. Ayo, please clear this guy. Corona. It's been a while, bro. Papa. Bro, it's been a while. Papa, Corona. No, anytime you may talk about Corona, you have to you have to put a contest. You have to put contest to it. You have to tell people that it's their Papa own. So what's wrong with your Papa? I don't understand. What's wrong with your Papa? What I'm just putting the context that this anything was wrong. Now, why your mind they judge there's, you? There's no context. <laughs> if your mind sure, talk your own secondary school. Talk your own secondary school. <laughs> but secondary school is quite prestigious, right? <laughs> In Delta State. Guys <laughs> say prestigious. Guys <laughs> say prestigious. <laughs> All right, the, the dude is trying to butter it up. 
a launch. Thank you for putting together the talking points. Quite impressive. You're welcome. It's nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. So the Oshun State Governor yeah. um, has picked his, um, has announced his commissioners for his tenure. And uh, <laughs> and um, it just so happens that two of his family relatives have been picked as commissioners. And there was a lot of, you know, feedback. People are saying, yo, this is nepotism. He's picked two of his family members as commissioners, blah, 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 blah. And I just have this to say, right? If they are, and it's a question, if these people are, if they if they are credible, yeah. if they fit the role, if they passed the what they call it, the if they fulfill all the requirements to be picked up as commissioners, pass right? The screening on order. If they thank you, the screening, if they pass the screening, if they have the requisite experience, etc. etc. Is it a problem? Oh. Okay. For me, it's not a problem, uh, but we are, we are basing our assumption on the fact that the Nigerian political elite, the Nigerian political class, mm-hmm. actually breeds competency. You know, and I mean breed in biological sense right now. You know, so <laughs> I don't, I don't see, I've not seen any political dynasty in Nigeria that has been competent. You know, so let's just leave it like that. Man, no offend the political connect. But just live on like that. So, yes, yeah, so it could be possible. But me as a betting man, I won't put my money on that being possible. I, I, so, I agree. I partly agree with Aya because I'm saying I don't trust Nigerian politicians to hire people based on competence. One. Two, mm-hmm. Ocean State is, I just Googled it. Although we, we, everyone that listens to this podcast knows our opinion about Nigerian census and population. But Oshun State is reported to have 4.7 million people, right? Out of 4.7 4. million lot, people. That's a lot of people. Yeah, you can't find someone that's competent that's not your family. Yeah, like, it's, this is... <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. This is a, this is a state. This is Bro, a government. Yo, this is governance. This is not your company. The right? competent person is now... He's not an editor-in-chief in another company. So, he left... He absconded Oshun State to Lagos. So, the <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to something. <laughs> you know, so I, 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 I'm, I'm not taking it in good faith. Like I'm not. It's not something I accept, right? Because one, I don't trust them to make. I don't trust Nigerian politicians to make decisions that, that best for the state or best for the like the people. They are making the decisions that are best for them and themselves. So that's why I mm-hmm. force this, and I really don't like it. Um, it doesn't. I don't. I don't I, I, I will accept this family thing if it's an elective position, a position where people go and campaign and people vote for them. That's better for appoint, appointments. You shouldn't be appointing your relatives to any, you know, it's, it's just it's just plain nepotism. There's no way to, there's no better way to put it again. It's just nepotism. And I don't encourage it. Like, I don't like it in governance. You know. And, you know, um, the role is very, very important, right? So, yeah. I guess you know, I, I, I've just come from the 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 woman, the woman that was nominated. I think her name is Adenike, right? Um, wait, she's been nominated, but she's not. Oh, so it's just a nomination, just confirming they've not they've not concluded on the 
Yeah, they're not appointments. Yeah. Okay, so these are just nominations, but it's most likely that from nominations you would receive an appointment, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I'm trying to see which role, which um the exact position. I can't find it anywhere. But she's just been nominated. Alright, so I just went to her Instagram page and um yeah. I can understand why people are saying I can under, I can I can clearly understand why people are saying or asking why this is happening, right? Yeah. I think yeah. from her page she describes herself as a CEO. She has a clothing store. Um and I think she does stuff around beauty and fashion. And people are like, why should this person be nominated for a public position, right? Just because position. yeah, uh, you are related to the governor. It's, yeah. Yeah. I get it. No, I see. I was just trying to play the devil's advocate, but I totally get yeah, it, I get it, right? But, yeah. you know, however, however, there are instances where people are credible enough, right, to fulfill those roles and those positions. And I think before everybody just goes off and says, oh, it's another case of nepotism here, blah, 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 we should really dig in deeper and find out what's going on. You guys okay, get I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I understand what you're saying about competence. Competence that, is very good. But... from PTSD. I said Nigerians are suffering from PTSD, so yeah. Yeah, we don't trust the system. What, what I'm saying is that like when, when you're in governance, right, you have to always show fairness and you know equity and equality, right? And saying you are hiring people or you are appointing people based on um, on competence, you can't tell me that you can't find those competence, you know, somewhere else, like you know, around the, your region or around the the place you govern to appoint to choose from. Why must it be just from your family? You know? So I just believe in that mm, fairness. So are you it's saying not really now that fair. If this person it's is... It's not fair. Yeah, but are yeah? you saying that... Are you saying that because the person is related to the governor, then automatically puts her on the back burner? And yeah, yes. In because order it's not fair. Like, hmm. That's what I think. I don't think I... And okay. One, I don't believe that the governor or who like any politician in this in, in this country is saying you know what competence is the number one thing I'm 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 considering when I'm when I want to make appointments I don't think any Nigerian politician is doing that so just because of what I believe I don't buy your idea Sagi that oh the, if the person is competent foundation or for investigative journalism FIG Right, they reached out to the governor's spokesperson, Malamolawele Rashid, and the spokesperson told FIJ that the commissioner nominee was not related to the governor. This, however, is false. FIJ is saying this is false, and FIJ did some investigation and found a 2018 article referencing her as the wife of Isiaka Adeleke, Ademola's deceased older brother. So she's indeed related. Okay, okay. Like sister. So they've tried to the 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 governor's spokesperson has tried to lie, according to FIG, and say that they are not related, but they are indeed related. So, man, we need to do better. That's all. That's all. That's what you guys are saying. I agree. We need to do better. better. You become the governor of a state. Look for credible people that can run this, like can run your state. And is it also compulsory that? the commissioners who are going to be nominated and subsequently appointed, should they be indigenous of that state? 
Is it compulsory? It's not now, right? It's not compulsory, but also it also ties down to your constituents and how they are going to feel about your appointment. Um, for a metropolitan city like Lagos, you know, it has happened, you know, I think three, four, five times without any major opposition to it because of, you know, how Lagos is. You know, so it just has to do with like, your constituents. If people around you, if your party and constituents is happy about it. Yeah. The Enugu state governor, is the Enugu state governor just appointed somebody, a Yoruba guy, right, as the head of, um, as the managing director of the state TV. Right, so that's that's an example yeah. of what you're talking about, right, Sagi? Mm-hmm. And yeah, there absolutely. there isn't much opposition from what I'm seeing. If there is, I don't know, but from what I'm seeing, there isn't much opposition because you know apparently the person can do. It. So that's a case of where you see that the person has the expertise to do the job, right? You know. Mm-hmm. So if this, if it's, if if you are bringing technocrats to do something, it doesn't matter where they're from. That's how it's supposed to be in Nigeria, man. You know how it is, in, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right, so talking about lists, the president, um, Bola Ahmed Tinubu, um, says that, or one of his spokespersons says that his ministerial list is not ready. So the list that leaked is not a real list, right? Yeah, because, yes. I, saw, because I saw a different, another list today again, which was different from the one that I saw before. So everybody's so just guessing at this the point. first list? I really don't Wasn't know. Wasn't it tweeted by NTA? For real? No, that first I don't list. Was it tweeted by NTA? I don't think so. Not sure. I don't think so. So somebody just published a list. Mm-hmm. They happen now. I thought Paul, some credible platforms put up that list now, right? Maybe. No, I didn't okay. get the whiff of that list now. I'm just even hearing about it now. Oh, oh so it was just no. Now we're talking about it in the politics group now. Yeah, I thought it was like speculations. I didn't know that it was out, out like yeah, that. Some, so I think some credible to talk. Some credible, credible in quotes Twitter handle. Um, shared the list, so I thought maybe there was something to it, but apparently there's not. Um, there's it's not. just it's just um one month, right? It's just a month into mm-hmm. yeah, into the administration now. But by the second month, it should be ready. Yeah, and I wonder why this thing takes time. I don't know why you know because you won the election since February, March, April, you know, May. You know why um, it takes time? You have to balance everybody. Everybody, how many months to balance? If you are really working and preparing to take over this country, how many months do you need to prepare? I don't don't know. Because before you even get into power, right, you've probably already sorted your list out. This happens a lot in the US, where the cabinet is ready. Seven, um, less than two weeks in, you've already picked everybody. Bro, from the... And you've announced. From your campaign, you're already telling people that, almost you're going to be my chief of house of staff, you don't tell people already. So when you enter, you already hit the ground running. There's no time to play. Yeah. It's, but it's, you know, Nigerian politics. Because the, the country is in a free fall, and um, like we need, like we need a running system, a running, you know, organization to just take take charge of things. Let's just leave things to chance, and that's what we're doing right now. The president can obviously do everything, so yeah, we need our ministers. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and the earlier you, the earlier you, you know, appoint the, these ministers, the better. The better because it means that you can essentially delegate you know, all the work. Because yeah. right now, who's doing what all the ministers are meant to do? Nobody. Nobody, no. Yeah. And it's, I think it's between his chief of staff and, and, and like yeah. his inner cabinet, right? Yeah. And that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. So right now, who's... So I'm sure the... Okay, Ministry of Education, Ministry of Power, Ministry yeah. of Justice, who are yeah. in charge of all these things? Yeah. And you know how these things are split into 
not just the policies that need to be made or like the work that needs to be done. There's also, you know, um, HR, headcounts, yeah. you know, yeah. um, things to be done, you, you know, um, overhead, the day-to-day runnings, you know, um, buildings that need to be, you know, like there's so much work, like there's the operational work of things and I believe everything is stalled right now, so to say, because yeah, it, there's it's been it's... A, like a transition in power. Yeah. And yeah. The, the the former people, right? Their 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 tenure is over, or are they still in power? No, they're, no, they're not in power. The but ministers, the ministers, the, the ministers are gone. They've been replaced the by the still, permanent permanent secretaries. Yeah, the permanent secretaries are still working, and those are the people that have the like executive day to that they know the day to day running of the ministry. Right? Yeah, those are the guys who mm-hmm. run the ministry anyway. Yeah, but I understand. But we need ministers anyway. At least we need the yeah. core core ministers, the important ones, to be running by now. We should know them by now. Yeah, yeah. The special advisor to the president on special duties, communications, and strategy, Daily Alaki, says that about the ministerial list, there is no iota of truth in all these things. When the president is good and ready, you'll be the first to know about his intentions. I can tell you all of those things you've been reading in the media are mere fabrications. This is an executive presidency. We are not running a parliamentary system. So the president... The box stops on his table and he decides when it's fit and proper to make his cabinet list. All right. So we're looking forward to it. Do you can guys say, think for so sorry, sorry. Can I say that the, it sounds it sounds better than the last uh, person that was in this job? The last person was just insulting people. Yeah. This, this one is even cracking jokes with people. The last one was just abusing people. Yeah, that one was just insulting people. You know, at some point he just started from the get-go, he just started insulting people. I don't even want to mention his name, you know. May he may he be well with him. Um, you know that list that came out that of course we've now found out that is uh is fake. Fashola didn't make that list. Do you think Fashola will be in the ministerial list? Um, Fashola is tired. Sixteen years of of at least of being for eight years governor, eight years minister, bro. Let the man breathe, man. Let bro, have you ever stayed? Have you ever stayed in Abuja? Have you ever stayed in Abuja for an extended period of time? You'll never, you never be tired of staying there. Hmm. It's probably for an Nigerian. Staying the there work, and living. about the workload? The workload. Bro, forget him. workload. Why can't you say it's tired? Nobody's tired. Nobody's, no politician is ever tired of governance, of being, a politi- of being in leadership position okay. in Nigeria with the perks okay. and everything that comes with it. And considering the he, the huge role he played in the camp in the APC campaign, it was the APC campaign strategy and um, presidential. Campaign. Oh yes, it was. And that office and was so, bad. That office looked, and the office that office was looked bad. bad. Come on now, with the huge role he played. I expect that he should, he, 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 he will get something, you know. So I, I can't count special out now, ever. So what's that? What's that role that Bolaige had, Minister of uh, Justice? Bolaige had uh, was justice. Power, was power than justice? No, uh, he had he had power. Yeah, was it power? Of, is he no, they gave him power justice. first. They gave him, gave him no, 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 no. He, no, they gave him power first. He yes, I know it was power to justice. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, so they might give Fashola justice. Uh, Fashola is his son, right? Yeah, he's son. But he's, he, was never, son he has never been a judge now, right? Was Bolaige a judge? Wasn't he? I'm, I can't I'm, remember. I'm just asking. Yeah. No, you don't need to be a judge to be the Minister of Justice. Yeah. Mm, okay. Got you. So, yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to... You say he's tired. Uh, um, ah, yeah. uh, I said he's tired. Is, 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 is tired? Oh, bro, bro, there's ambition and there's ambition. There's some jobs that you can never be tired of. 
Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if you say Fashola has been working since, Tinubu has been working since. Did you watch that clip where Fashola was explaining Tinubu's work schedule? That Tinubu no. will call you at, it's around 3 a.m. that Tinubu will call you and say he wants to have a meeting with you. And if you don't fight for your personal space, Omar, you are not going to have any good night's sleep. Because that's when he wants to run ideas <laughs> by people. He wants to set, uh, he wants to delegate it to do something. So, yeah. Anyways. Alright, so we're looking forward to the list. Let's keep things moving. Alright, Steve, I have a question. Yes, sir. Who is Simon Ekpa? He's an Ekpa. You know who is Simon Ekpa? He's a normal guy. He's he was a normal like he was even an athlete. He won silver medal for yeah for nigeria like i think it's it three or so he was an athlete he was just a normal guy that relocated to the to finland um at a very early age and you know he's, you know obviously he i don't know what radicalized him he just took on the biafra movement thing and he wasn't really a prominent figure in the whole ipop thing right it wasn't namdekano always been in namdekano but when namdekano got arrested he became the lead broadcaster for Radio Biafra. Do you understand? And Radio Biafra yeah. used to be, is a very popular platform, a very huge platform. So Radio Biafra was on air before. Do you know? Like, do you guys know? It was on, it was on yeah. internet radio, actually. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. like, yeah. not, um, not offline radio. I don't know how to put it. Like, it yeah. was, not terrestrial radio. Not terrestrial radio. It was an internet radio, but it was very popular. And with the clips being caught into Facebook, huge Facebook pages, right? So that's how Namdekano message started spreading. So when Namdekano got arrested, that was when he became the lead broadcaster for Radio Briafra. And that was the time that Radio, Radio Briafra got yanked off in the internet. So they couldn't broadcast on air again. So they started doing this Facebook stream live stream mm-hmm. that was really, really huge. And that's how Red, uh, Simon Ekba became, Simon Ekba became like this, you know, disruptive figure in Nigeria. You know, I'm from Finland. He makes these outrageous claims and others that people in Nigeria, just people in Southeast Nigeria, you know, they have some miscreants who just carry out those others. And it's just really intriguing how Sit down, he's not been really held accountable for it. He was arrested for like two hours in Finland and he was released. Like he's even a prominent, I think in his region, I can't, I don't know how their political system works in Finland, but he's a very popular guy. He grants interviews, they cover his, they cover like he, 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 he like he gets, he, he grabs the attention, he gets attention from, from the media. So he gets interviews, he gets radio slots and stuff like that. He's even a member of a political party in Finland, you know. So I'm, I, I'm curious to why. He can't, he can't really be, like, they can't just treat his case. Like, the federal government to the Finland, to the Finnish government to come together and just, you know, sort this guy once and for all and just, you know, put a stop to everything that he's doing. Because he keeps bringing, making these orders and people in South East, some miscreant just carry out those orders. So I don't just understand the dynamics. I don't understand what gives him, you know, um, that's, um, should I say, immunity of being from being tried or arrested for what he says. You know, so that's just who he is. He's no, he was really nobody until he became the lead broadcaster after Namdekano was arrested. So is he the person that initiated or started this whole sit-at-home movement? Yes. 
He started his sit-at-home movement in protest of Namdukano's arrest. That like, Namdukano must be released. If he's not released, every Mondays, everybody should, everybody is in Biafra land should sit down, not do anything. And that's how the whole thing started. All right. Yeah. Is he and Inamdikano, are they like bodies? So I think the thing is, there's there are different versions of the story. Just because these people have not have not have not really been public and very, very uh, vocal about it. There's a version of the story that him and Inamdikano don't see eye to eye, that Inamdikano do not like, has not really liked, has Inamdikano, even in jail, has not been a fan of his leadership style, the kind of entrances he has made. Um, the kind of extreme atrocities they has made that Indomitian has never been that deep falling out. There's also another version that says that, you know, that he and him and in, him and Indomitian are really cool. He gives him all dates and but Indomitian obviously is not being. There's not a lot of communication with him and the outside world from you know where he is apart from through his lawyers. And I'm not sure Simon Ekbar has that communication with Indomitian's lawyer. So I'll, I think I will believe. The version that says that uh, Simon Ekba and Namdi Kano, they don't really have the same vision um, for how they, to go about Biafra, right? But he still Simon Ekba in his in his um, like broadcast still also talks about you know calls for the release of Namdi Kano because they calls him the leader, the national, the Biafra leader, and what and whatnot, you know. So that's that's just how the relationship has been. It's not really been. They've never been an opportunity for them to like co-sign each other. Um, for Nam the Kano to co-sign him because Nam the Kano was arrested and that's how someone like became the lead broadcaster. You know, so... Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. He is the designated prime minister of the Biafra Republic government in exile. Yeah. Organization. <laughs> he gave wow. himself that title. I remember watching that broadcast. He gave himself that title. You know, he just... So he also cannot be expatriated if that's the because word he's a back citizen. to Nigeria because, because he's a citizen. He, he doesn't have an Nigerian yeah, passport. He has, he, He's a citizen of of Finland. Of Finland, he's not a citizen of Nigeria. Yes, I think that's yeah. how he's. He's a member people. of the National Coalition Party of Finland, and he was a candidate in the 2022 Finnish county elections. This guy is fully integrated. <laughs> yeah, no. I won't be surprised if he has one white Finnish body that he has given. Obviously, man. Yeah. Come on. Has two kids for him. Um, this is hawk. just. Continue. Go ahead. Go ahead, Aya. I said it will take a black hawk operation. To, to deal with the guy in Finland, but Nigeria doesn't have the balls or the manpower to, or the international clout to do what America did to Osama bin Laden. So, it's no point. Yeah, when well, definitely not there, especially because he's also of, you know, his citizenship. Yeah, his citizenship. That caused diplomatic wahala. Yeah. He's also won an award for Ambassador of Peace. <laughs> Anybody can win Ambassador of Peace. You know, so I, you know, I heard of Simon Ekpa, like, I didn't, the day, I called Steve one day, one random afternoon. I'm like, yeah, I remember. who is this guy? You know, I stumbled on his page. Like, of course, I had been hearing of him, of him, but I had not taken any keen interest. And I went on his page and I saw what he was doing. He's been featured in, like, Finland newspapers. They've given him, like, center spread. I, you know, there's a lot of things that has, has gone down. And I was just looking at, like, all his Facebook lives. You know, he puts up like all the um, Igbo attire in the background and everything goes on Facebook. Like he's really running the show. And I think for me, what I was even calling Steve is that how can somebody from like faraway country be running all of this in Nigeria, insisting that people don't go to work on Mondays? And how did I even get here? I was working with someone at the time, one of my sales guys. You know, every Monday you can't go out. 
and yeah. we have you know sales meetings on mondays and he's like yeah i'm at home i'm not going out today because and you know every other person part of the country is like oh yeah i'm heading out today i have x number of customers to do this with xyz and the guy's like yeah, so i'll pick up from tuesday and i was just like monday is the most important day of the week if you're a business person yeah it's the tone. yeah and you can't go out you're stuck at home you know because one person has mandated and you know this whole thing came up again in the news i don't know if you saw the video of you know the i don't know who they are unknown gunmen who came out and yeah. and shot people and all that and this thing is happening across like in at least three or four states in the east right yes and and i'm just like what are the governors doing oh. how are the governors sitting back and this kind of thing is running in your state and you have no control over it. It for for me, like if I was a governor and I couldn't control people, or not control people, but I can't control the activities of my state to the point where people do not go out on Mondays and it yeah. is not mandated by the government, that state government. I've lost power. Like I don't I, I don't have a control over anything. That's how I see it. And you know, for the flag that in the new cycles, right, a lot of Southwest governors get a lot of flack. I don't know, you know, there's there's more maybe because there's a lot of media focus on that. Yeah, there's more media and, presence here. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not seeing, you know, these Southeast governors That's being held accountable. I, I don't even think people are even asking this question to say, how is it that nobody goes out? Like on Mondays, there's a seat at home and nobody can go out. What is going on? You know what's the state of security in your in your states? Do you guys get what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So let me. I want to get go back to if Simon Eber and Mandam um, Dekano are really cool. I don't think they are because IPOB, the official Indigenous People of Biafra group, has denied all like has disassociated from Simon Eber. Do you understand? Yeah, mm. yeah I remember that article. Yes, he's um sit at home. Monday thing, they don't agree with it. I think that's when Namdekano started, you know. So Nam so IPOP really speaks for speaks for Namdekano. So for IPOP to release that statement, it means that Namdekano does not really agree with how someone Ekba goes about his own Biafra movement. So there's a mm. someone Ekba now has now leads a factional unit, a factional group of IPOP on his own. Do you understand? I see, I see, yeah, I see. Yeah, he has yeah. main character syndrome and he exactly. does get it going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so for, for the for the for the governments, they keep so they they also keep insisting them keep um absorbing the sense of blame by telling that they're not in charge of security. You know, government governors are not in charge of security. Security is a federal apparatus and is is down to the gov to the president to make a big, a huge um stamp on it and say, okay, let's go after these guys. But we've not had that for a while. And, you know, that's one of the things we're expecting City Boy, our president, um, to help us do. To just, you know, come and just stamp this thing out early before it, you know, before it generates into, like, something bigger like Boko Haram and make the Southeast, like, a really horrible place to stay. We can't afford that. We have so many, um, that region represents so many commercial, it has so many commercial values to the, to the country. We can't afford mm -hmm. to it to just get into the hands of miscreants. And terrorists, you know. So we're hoping that Antinibu, uh, we, you know, put a huge, a huge consideration into it, and send these boys there, 
Um, maybe that's after maybe he, you know, he recruits people like Ayo because I heard that they only recruit single guys um, into the army. So what, Ayo was definitely, that? What's that? What's Ayo that? definitely joined them. He's so he's he's um. I did give Gabriel Don't worry. I did give Gabriel Don't worry. <laughs> How much is Scott no, wedding? Not single How much enough. Is How much is Scott <laughs> wedding? Yeah, I think no, he's not You know, Brad gets If this is if this is what will make you get married, eh? Tinubu should yes, please so. do this thing. Let's let's go. Let's Tinubu let's go, fun. baby. Because <laughs> I am not single. I am not if going to the front line for this fucking country. Oh. If you are single and you are less than forty, exactly. Let's go. I mean, you, you are going. You are going to no, no. It's not army. You can't say it like that. You are going okay. to war. <laughs> <laughs> Eligible woman. They no scars for Lagos. Now to go to the camp on Sunday. One of these sisters. How far? Can I put in the can I put in the family way? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> now I didn't go even pray for us, join us. I go officiate the wedding for now. Five minutes wedding. You don't need wedding. What do you wedding, mean? wedding certificate don't come out? You know, I go do yeah, triplicate. Just in I'll case be, you go triplicate. I'll be checking into our groups, our all our groups every morning to see if we've lost any of their soldiers. Samson. <laughs> that is something I half is everybody okay? <laughs> yeah, Which um side of the country are you fighting terrorists? <laughs> but you know that's a, that's, that's, a, that's a smart sorry that's a smart way to like increase the marriage rate in this country. Tinubu <laughs> <laughs> should just say that um, if you are single, man or woman, just they come to the nearest barracks. Nigerian women will love it. Nigerian women, they don't marry. They will marry a man by force. <laughs> but Ayo, if you were to join the Nigerian army, what um you know what what department in the Nigerian army would you like to be in? <laughs> you know that I don't know if you watch like Second World War movies or Vietnam movies. There are some uh-huh. guys that they go around the military camps and they just give entertainment. They come and perform for you, come and do act film for you, come and perform, come and do concerts. I'll be the head of that department. Maybe just they bring whiskey, call Rema, <laughs> morale of the troops. I'm not going to any war front, my guy. I will surrender in two minutes. There's nothing heroic about saving Nigeria in the, in battle. I'm sorry. Wait, let me even let me even Google departments of the army because there are different departments. So I'll, are, do the, you know, I'll do the propaganda department. You know, there's propaganda departments that sends mm-hmm. fake news and uh, yeah, clickbait. I will do that one to just scatter the. I, I, I will send that one. We will construct correct, you know, headline, fake headline, clickbait headline. Okay. Okay, I've seen it. I've seen it. They call it army branches, right? Yeah. So there's infantry. No, that one I fight. I fight. Iron, Iron. Not infantry. Not that wild at day now. Now you are the first battalion they will use to kill. David, send them Uriah, Uriah, husband. Now the infantry. Go, say, go, bro. Go and die. I know the infantry. I'm sorry. There's air, def- oh. there's air defense artillery. Ah, well, I did that well, one. Yeah. Well, I did that one. Yeah. The survival rate okay, for that one. Because once they bomb your plane, <laughs> you don't go now. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. There's armor. Mm. No, no, You're a clean gun. No, no, I don't want You're a clean gun. Mm. One mistake. Everywhere gone bomb. Remember a Keja bomb blast? I, I don't think Keja bomb blast. <laughs> there's, there's aviation. No, that's not mm. <laughs> there's there's the there's the corps is it corps corps of engineers we are an engineer student so I don't, I don't know i don't know anything okay okay there's field artillery that, that one, I worse, man. 
Are you gonna carry all those rockets? We're gonna put all those cylinders. We're gonna shoot the way. No, no. <laughs> the the special forces. Ah. Oh. Oh. Pass, pass, pass. What's the next one? Pass, pass, pass. No, but this if special forces, those are the ones that conduct missions on unconventional warfare. No, 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 no worry, no. Strategic reconnaissance, foreign no. internal defense. No. You know, do they not get food? They don't get food supplies. They don't get caterers. They don't get caterers. They don't get edible caterers. Wait, what what about this? There's um there's um this thing. Medi- there's medical corps. No, but now mm, you have to this, this, this medical corps, you're also once in a while go to the war front and pick up uh, injuries. <laughs> And I'm going to give you the iodine. and the plaster. I don't know if they go. There's, there's veterinary corps. Now, veterinary corps, hmm. they are specialized in four areas. Veterinary food inspection and hygiene, animal medi- medical care, veterinary preventive medicine, and research that and development. That one is manageable. This is good. This is not manageable. Take your big go now. So take your big go. It's manageable. Take your big go. This one, Steve, they go. One time. One time. Did you guys hear? Osagi, did you hear when Putin said all eligible men should come and fight in the Russia Ukraine? <laughs> and men were entering border, they, they disappear, they go. They, they leave their family, they run. Yes, no. It's not easy to fight, my guy. Bro, you know what happened in Ukraine? People had to start fighting. Yes, no. Yeah. Like the people yeah, who are fighting it, now are it, it, civilians two years ago. Yeah, Ukrainians, mm-hmm. Ukrainians have really, their life has really changed. Yeah, it's mad. Man. War is not funny. Wow. It's not funny at all. War is not funny at all. At all, at all, at all. I, I don't think I can... You know, funny enough, I, I, I was supposed to go to the Nigerian Defense Academy. Oh, I was supposed mm-hmm. to attend it, yeah. If after not... primary school. Wow, wow. Asagi as a soldier would have been crazy, bro. Damn, bro, bro. I won't lie. Like, <laughs> like, no, no, Sambisa, okay. I'll be behind the desk. Huh? Okay, I would have done my tours. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's generals who are lucky. That generals in the... If you're a lucky general, during your tours, that there won't be any major war. you just be going for, like, peacekeeping you know, missions. Many, you know many Nigerians? Yeah. Nigerian generals will no get no go. I will tell you. Well, if you're a lucky one, eh? During your tours, that's also war. <laughs> now, Bukharan's for this thing, now. Bukharan's just quiet. Yeah. That that's why you see that. that that's, those old generals that did the war, those guys are just... Their swag is swag different. Oh, your passengers, the Buharis, those guys are just... Go on. You want to mess with them, go on them. Those guys are just different, you know. And But those yeah. guys fought in... Uh, they fought in the Civil War, now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, now. Like, they are war-tested, now. Civil War is, like... Even the ones that fought in with Ecomog, the Liberia, no liberated. Yeah, the Liberia. Liberia. But you know, well, you know the way, you know the way it is though. Those those are peacekeeping missions too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although you so fight once in a while, but majorly you're just the two sides just respect you just because yeah, you are a foreigner. Is a is a largely a peacekeeping mission yeah. for those. Once the people people they do die like there are some combats, but. It's, it's not as heavy as, as the hair uh, if you if you are fighting on your own. Yeah. I remember even police at the time. The last librarian was so bad, even police, they were taking policemen from Nigeria for peacekeeping yeah. missions. Yeah, yeah, they were taking I remember. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. 
Interesting. Interesting. So I've learned that you guys are not ready to go to war. So <laughs> no, if, no, even no, if no. Nigeria is at war now, no, you guys... No, no, no. I no. say, I don't face. I mean, correct. Who me? Who me? Who me? Who me? Who me? All those guys when I know where they import cars and they go export me. Mm. My family. Nadeko Root. You know they call Nadeko Root. Ask Tinubu on Nadeko Root. Ask Tinubu on Nadeko Root. It's when they left Nigeria. Mm. I go fly, go. Asylum straight in America. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, have you guys seen this article? And we'll put it in the show notes for you guys listening. About how... Um, lucrative it is right now right but very little known about little known human egg donation um trend that is going on a lot of women have been selling their eggs yes can't through it i won't read it properly but i'm not surprised so it's a very long article so i'm not um, so, uh, please someone, uh, an just, investigative... break just break it down so, i didn't understand it i didn't i i saw it but i didn't pay attention to it the the article published on it's on a it's on the punch newspaper it's on the punch newspaper website but it's on another domain right is that the article basically the health website yeah the health website the article basically sheds light on lucrative but little known trade of human egg donation in Nigeria right so the author of the article posed as a potential seller and so she started mm-hmm. visiting different fertility clinics and talking to women who have sold their eggs or women who were in the process of selling their eggs. Why are they right. selling this? Why are they selling their eggs of for course, money? They're, they're, they're getting paid for it. Yeah. How much? How much? Financial incentive. They're getting. Um, I, I I don't know the figures, but they're it's not expensive. What's like, the demographic not... of the women that are selling the eggs? Young women. Are they women who have given Young birth? Women. Or women who have never given birth. Young women in their twenties and thirties. So I've seen I've seen there's the part where one of the ladies said, "I've done it twice and I'll do it all over again. I was paid one twenty thousand each time I sold my eggs." One hundred twenty thousand naira uh, for one egg. Yeah, mm-hmm. this article was written. This article was published. Okay, okay, this year. So all right, cool. One twenty k. Oh, sorry. This article was published in twenty twenty. So this one one twenty k back then. Uh, twenty twenty, Abi. Yeah. Uh, dollar before, don't fall. Let's put four seventeen. Before COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's still less than less than four hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that's that's really cheap for one year. I don't know the I don't know how I don't know the process of I don't know how tedious like how difficult the process is of removing an egg and selling it. Um, but I know women have a lot of eggs, so um, for for and, that demographic I mean, between twenty and thirty, mm-hmm. they will have about like five hundred thousand eggs. So if they're selling wow. one for yeah yeah yeah, so if they're selling one for one twenty, they are not so, selling one egg for one twenty, my brother. They so what are they selling? So. What's I don't know. How they, I don't know how they are quantifying it, but one is not. <laughs> because before. I don't know how they quantify it. The ones yeah, I just did this one. I was like, I don't do it when he buy this. I don't know. I don't know. You understand, bro? Like, you can't ask me question like saying I'm in there in charge of counting. <laughs> like, be very careful. Oh, you want me to come carry me from my house? Is one egg one twenty? That's what I know. No, be you. No, be you. From what you from what you just read out now. I calculated it's one egg, 120k. And I know say what women. What did I read out? Is I that said read out 120k? Okay, oh, yeah, read, are you read them again? Read them. Osagi, I'm sorry. Are, are you read them again? Ladies and gentlemen, including the DSS. Uh, <laughs> he said, I was paid 20, 120k each time I sold my eggs. 
eggs in pro. Right? Oh, okay. Hmm. So that is stretching a couple. Of, I, I'm not sure it's possible. I don't know how this thing, how this egg thing work. So I'm not sure it's, it's possible to extract just one egg from a woman. So I don't know sure. But but basically, this is what happens when there's poverty in the land. I keep yeah, saying yeah, it. Poverty, baby factory, terrorism. This. Thank you. I want to give you a headline I saw this year or last year, and it was very wild. And this yeah. is Nigerian one. Though. This is two teenage girls said that ovaries, eggs, organs for hundred k each in the state. Now this was God done by this was it. done by a quack doctor, and when they finished the surgery, they had serious, they had serious health issues. Serious health issues. Hmm. So all the surgery knows they, if they're still alive. Every, everything they took. 100k, 100k each for this for these girls. Huh. God, this is so sad. People are selling their kids for 50k, like baby factories. 20k, 30k. This is 30K. so sad. This is so sad. Yeah. And the Bro, listen, I'm, 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 I'm even more concerned about the health hazards of these egg oh. removers because if I can remember my biology very well, egg they inside like over ovary now, like. That's why when women die in the, they say, I'm my ovaries. When, when they want to talk about babies, they say, I'm my ovaries. And I remember now. So it's bringing mm-hmm. out eggs mm-hmm. from the ovary. Is it not, isn't that a complicated process? Are, you, are people going through these things for 120K? Bro, there are health fuck? hazards now. There are health risks with this thing. More, more health like, you know serious why? health risks. You know why? Because in developed countries where they're coming from, you obviously have to pay way more. This. Yeah, obviously now. Obviously. At least 120k dollars or some shit like that. So I'm like, just talking. I'm just thinking about the the people, the bottom obviously, people. Yeah, the bottom. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure it's not going to be like a very healthy process on which they are using to extract. That's, this that's just my. That's not even the eggs. My main concern yeah, is who's, like who's how going to help them? them? Who's going to stop them? There's no consequence. So fuck it. Um, Bro, we also um, even have you know beyond the ethical concerns, right? Is it legal in in countries in the West where these things eggs are going to right? Can women in those places just freely sell their eggs at facility clinics? No, we also so that's why it's backdoor. That's why it's backdoor here. It's a black so market. It's a black market. Going? It's a black market thing. Where I think the article, the article should, the article should be also be a, should be able to explain where the eggs are going to and what they're what they're being used for. Yeah, uh, I think the it's, it's in vitro. Is, is about is about five thousand words or something. It's oh, really the, long. The I haven't tried, finished reading it. Yes, next time I'm the lead researcher for this podcast. Next time you guys want to do, send me, tell me to read this article so that I will be, we are able to provide more context during the. I'm the lead researcher for this podcast. God help us. Yeah, the lead researcher, lead researcher that do not have any imputing anything. You say, I'm just, just shouting. I'm the lead. You, you sound. You know who you sound like. You sound like a Nigerian product manager. Just talk. A, just, just talk. The wow. Nigerian PM just talk a big thing. This is so funny because this of not, what we just discussed this, offline. Wow. <laughs> yeah, this is not this is Contra. this is not a slight to all the PMs in Nigeria because yeah. there are some incredible and leading PMs. Yeah. But the average PM in Nigeria, you just just talk and the lead. <laughs> Let's get the work done. Customer, you know, no user research, you never do. What's all that? But I'm the lead researcher. Everybody, everyone on this podcast, everyone that listens to this book, they know now. In fact, that's how I'll be introducing myself from now on. My name is I'm AOT2, and I'm the lead researcher. That's it. That's it. The name of this episode, lead researcher. You sound like those guys that sell, what do you call them, pyramid scheme stuff to Nigerians as fast food restaurants. 
and fast food restaurants. Uh, that is the place to all hang out. So, madam, do, do, do you know by recommendation? Yeah. Do you see that Mr. Biggs is coming back? I think they franchised it. Some people are running. I think I saw one on the island. Someone on the island, Mr. Biggs. It was clean. It was well done. It was nice. I've not seen Mr. Biggs in a while, though. I've not seen one in a while. I think I've been been seeing some cool Mr. Biggs spots around some cool places in Lagos. I think. Yes, I think I saw one in Bega. I can, I can remember. Yeah, the one at Bega is still there. The one at the Otago Bridge at the end yeah, of the yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they okay, redid okay. it. I know the one they in Ogba, I know the one in Ogba is still there. That one is has been there for years. But apart from that one, one that that one that you know when I quit going to Mr. Biggs. Yeah. You know, because I love the Mr. Biggs meat pie. So the place Classic. is a shitty place, but I still go. Classic. Right. But the day I said I'm not returning here is when I somebody returned to the counter and asked for more stew. <laughs> I was like, I'm not coming back here. Pepe, this cannot be possible. Don't be elitist. The person need pepper now. Uh-uh. Talking about fast food joints, why is it that the Burger King that we're eating now is not as good as the Burger King when they launched? What's going on? I don't know because I'm not eating Burger King. I've never been there, so I, I can't say. The the last... economy, and it's so, it's so expensive now. Bro, and the thing, you know, the last three Burger Kings I ate, they were not Burger king yeah, they so were this, not. I so don't know what has happened, though, so but the thing, they do not taste well. So this is the thing in Nigerian fast food, right? Uh, how many branches does Burger King have? They have one in Lekki, they have one in Bagada, they have one at Surule, um, Yaba, and they have one in VI. That's four I know. That's strange because with those that little number, the standard should still be high. The normal one I know is that when they begin to spread enough branches, like when Domino's pizza started going everywhere. That standard mm-hmm. started dropping because you were spreading yourself too thin. So I don't know why those ones are just selling bread. Oh, those ones are very they know Nigerians. They look, they know that it's more of quantity than quality. So let's rock with that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They can't it's just bread. Stuff. Those ones are selling bread. It's like it's not like these people. What's their name? The people that do triple decker. Uh what's their name? Oh. Good Debonairs. Debonairs, how many, how many branches do they have? Because they want to keep the quality the same. So they're mm-hmm. not going to run, they're not going to spread themselves thin to satisfy millions of people. They'll rather do it to the elite customers. And yeah, like that. Yeah, but you know, Steve, you know where to get the best pizza in Lagos from now. Oh, but don't talk, don't talk, don't talk. It's elite. I'm taking somebody out there, please. I beg you, name of God, don't cast that place. That's why we, 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 we all went to one time, right? Yeah, well, yeah, that's we where we had there. Yeah, that's true. I, that's true. I, I'll I, t- I, I took the farm there. I took the farm there about like five months, four months ago. Like, oh, that's a good look. Oh, nice. Black black yeah, nice. black rich family with Lebanese people hanging around. You made it. Oh, something is wrong. You made it, my nigga. Higher <laughs> wealth. Lead researcher wealth. Yeah. Lead researcher wealth. Let me know. Wealth Inc. Wealth Wealth Inc. I wanted to say something now. I forgot it. Oh my god. Uh, hey, Ayo, remember one day we went there. See, I, I don't know if I remember. Well, those are those one of those uh, dates you and I no went cons- to, and you no didn't, you didn't take me. No concern. No, this was a long day ago now. I was it's, get it's out. Fine. I wasn't there. So, so I went that night, that evening. I went and bought chicken wings, right? And I was buying chicken wings for my wife. So we I remember that day. I remember that day well. And I and I were. I think we had to wait for a while, or we started yeah, driving. Yeah. Before you know it, we started putting our hands in the chicken wings. Yes. <laughs> And oh, before we got to we were in VI, right? Before, before we got, got to Tommy Land. Yeah. No, not Tommy Land. I think like Ikoi, yeah. Alfred Rani. We had eaten 
like 80% of the chicken wings. So now <laughs> to go back and then another set of chicken wings. I should like crack, bro. Oh, oh, I can't forget. That day was so fucking funny. Like, Asagi is always suggesting something that will finish some, someone's money. That's why I suggested Ram to, and Ramsuya for me. That the thing almost made me broke. That's Bro, that Ramsuya. Where did you buy that Ramsuya? Where did you buy that Ramsuya? Where did you buy that Ramsuya? Have you forgotten the day I was asking Asagi for the address? In, you know, on oh, is that um, that place we went to Asagi that took like 45 minutes to do one Ramsuya? No, no, no. That was Glover Court. Oh, that was Glover Court. Okay. Mm. That was Glover Court. They don't have Ramsuya. I'm on that Ramsuya in Lekki. Ah. <laughs> God, that's what my kids ask me for now. Daddy, can you give us ram suya? I'm just like, you people are sports. Would you go down the road and go and buy a regular suya? <laughs> no, but that's suya. No, no, no. But it's, it's expensive. It's expensive. Yeah. Well, yes, sir. Expensive. expensive. Yeah. Do you know they're selling, sorry, side note, do you know they're selling the puff puff in Lagos for 4,000 naira now? Is it four thousand yeah, or fourteen thousand? Fourteen or sixteen thousand actually. The video oh, the, the video that trended on Twitter is sixteen thousand. Okay, okay, that full critic guy, Abby. Yes, no, no, one girl said one girl did a video, a video that went viral about how her friend introduced her to this buff buff and she ate it and it was very good and she went to buy it, it was for sixteen thousand there. I, I just know that it's one ridiculous price. They put Oreos, they put milk, they put sugar. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That was not this is why Tinubu will continue to tax us. Because if you look at <laughs> social media, you people are enjoying, obviously. <laughs> I don't know, puff, puff, that should not be about 800 naira. God, God, let the poor breathe. breathe. You, you that don't was, suffocate them. You, was, you owe them that responsibility. <laughs> Bro, there's we no did, reason we why. We didn't know that he was begging for us to be alive so that he'd be able to squeeze Bro, us. Bro, we didn't <laughs> know that drum boy was just dropping a meme that everybody will use. Yeah. <laughs> but, but hold on first. Why is that shit costing 16k? I'll send it that I'll send it that full critics. Um he did a review on it because the guy is like the most hated guy. Twitter, Twitter is a very Twitter. Come man, we don't get what is it the awkward guy? Twitter, yeah, yeah, it's not it's not uh why don't people like that guy? Because uh, bro, let me, should I tell you why? Should I tell you why? Should I tell you why? Why, why, why? Should I tell you why? When you are successful at doing something people will love to do, they just start hitting on you. It's just simple. Yeah, that guy's not yeah, doing anybody. It's, no, no. yeah, it's just no, simple. Now. It's quite it's big. No, now when this guy, this guy, you know when this guy started this thing. Do you guys know this guy? Do you guys know him? Do you guys know him apart from like? I don't know him. I don't know him. Don Jazzy Boga stuff. I knew him. What? It's not playing me for that kind of people are talking about. Bro, I'm not mm-hmm. in food. You know, I'm not in food. Bro, that guy is. That guy is. I know why you know it, but me, I don't know. Where he is? Where he is? A loose talk giant. Are you serious? Fuck, are you guys talking about? Oh, for real? Wait, let me go check his handle. I want the guy to enter anybody. You didn't enter anybody. Easy, and he travels around easy, Nigeria, bro. so he eats local cuisine. He goes to fine dining, so you just yeah. get it. It's just it's, it's, it's simple. It's social media. What well, social media fame? When when you do things that that people would love to do, they see they, they, they can do this thing now, and they are envious mm. of it. They just start hating. It's just simple. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm. So I I, I saw the conversations yesterday. I mean, the day before yeah. yesterday, I saw the conversation about him on Twitter. I just started laughing. I'm like, ah, this is. This guy, is, this guy is now popular. For people to start hating on you, that means, oh, you're, 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 you're really name. good. You're yeah, you're, you're really good. Yeah. And he goes to universities and rates their food too. So. Bro, and what, you know what pains me about this whole thing? This guy mm-hmm. didn't start today. This guy has spent so much time, money, energy, building his mm-hmm. platform. Mm-hmm. You know, I, well, it, well, that's the thing, Sha. When you pray, say, when you pray for success, you don't pray for envy, you don't pray for hate, but come. that's what comes with it, right? So... You know, so he has to. Everybody, everybody who wants to be successful has to be able to live with 
what comes with success, which is hate people. A lot of people hating on you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you, my lead researcher. Thank you for bringing that to us. <laughs> Thank you. All right, let's move to the next topic. Thread launches. Is it thread or threads? What's it called? Um, thread something. It's threads. It's threads. Threads. threads, yes, so, yes, uh, yes. Now tell me, no, 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 no. Last time I saw what Zok was talking, he was saying, I think he was saying it was uh, thirty million. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. Oh. Fastest going up ever. Um. Yeah, let me let me go to threads right now and look at his, I think the volatility of Twitter now has is, is what really made people accept this immediately. You know, because nobody 70 knows what's... Million. 70, 70 million. million. What? As of, yes, as of um, Friday. So 70 nobody... million sign-ups on threads as of this morning, way beyond our expectations. 70 million on the you social just, media app. Nobody you know that. knows that's what crazy. Musk is going to come up with again tomorrow. So everybody's just kind of scared, you know. And that's what this is leading to the craze for threads. Yeah. He basically... Zuck, like Mark Zuckerberg, basically took advantage of that thing that, yeah, that recent thing that happened with volatility. Yeah, you yeah. know the 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 tweet limit and all that. You know, and the, the thing about the limits was not that, that you limit can was the final straw. Yeah, is that you can't see tweets after a certain period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had this whole discussion last episode, right? The guy just took advantage of that shit real fast. Boom, bam. You know, and here we are, seventy million users yeah. later. You know the funny thing about Zuck? He has such a very non-threatening face that people don't know he's an asshole too. It's not like the other guy. not like Musk. You see Musk coming out, this guy's a cocky asshole. Zuck too has that bad, like that vindictive thing, thing in him. I remember there was an article I read when, you remember when Google launched Google Plus as the Facebook killer? Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember, I remember. I remember. The day Google announced that, right? Okay, do you follow the, do you go to the website killed, killed by Google? Of course. I'm a big I fan love. of it. I love that website. I've been on that I website continue. for a long time. Okay, so immediately Google announced it and the, the website went live. And Mark Zuckerberg shut down the Facebook campus for 48 hours. He said nobody can go home until they find a way to kill Google+. Plus. That's what he did. So 48 hours, nobody's, a, a Facebook campus is on lockdown. So he has that mm. main thing. You, you can't be that successful in life and not just be very mean and vindictive. And that's what he just did. He just did. He just so much can say, you know what, fuck you. I'll go, just go ahead and do this. Hmm. I mean, 70, look, guys, think about it. 70 million. Do you know what they call 70 million? That's, That's, a, nation. That's a nation, fam. That's wild. 70 million. Guess what? I mean, Man, Zuckerberg is the Galvin Belf- Belsing. I don't know if you guys just watch Silicon Valley. He's, yeah, he's, it was obviously pattern, like you pattern to the towards him, yeah. He is, he is Galvin, 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 uh, Belson. That Silicon Valley show was just years ahead of his time. I swear down. This is yeah. when, imagine if they had done the whole, ba- I don't know now. where they can, they would have banged now, whole web, three thing, AI thing, yeah. you know. They're talking about concepts that we didn't want to start back then. I think I'm just going to watch the whole damn shit again. But yeah, um, here we are, 70 million users later, boom. Another social media craze. Everybody just joined it. The platform is rewarding people with likes and comments oh, and likes. everything. You get like, you get like. Oh, don't have you a few news about it, Shabo. Yeah, like. but I'm just saying the basics, right? And I think 
the way they build in Facebook is so interesting. Uh, in Meta, right? Uh, it's so interesting that they can launch a platform, they clone your platform, launch a platform, then they now add consistently add features to the platform. Oh, yeah. That's like what they do. Month on month, month on month. So what you're seeing now is version 1.0, at least in public phasing, right? Yeah. Is version 1.0 of what this platform is. This platform that's is going to morph. Scary. Yeah. You understand? This platform is going to get better. Morph. This is the oh worst version God. of it. Yeah. Oh my God. So that guy, you know the head of, you know the head of Instagram, Moseri guy? Moseri, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he said that. I like uh, that guy a lot. I like that guy a lot. I like him. He's a cool guy. He said that yeah. they're going to have two timelines. That, that's on their to-do list. So you're going to have your for you page and your own customized thing already. That one is coming already. But they're just gradually building this so they're going to attract more people. By the time Meta is done with this platform, bro, Elon Musk will wish he never bought Twitter. Yeah. And you know I'm the dangerous you. thing? You know the dangerous And that's why he has done the, 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 the best he, could, he can do now, which, which is by suing them. You know, or you know the dangerous thing about threads? The way you can cross platforms seamlessly between threads and Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's just mad, fam. It's mad. You Directly, your thread can go as an Instagram post. Not even an Instagram story. It's just guess what? Guess what? He's still yeah. not synced it to Facebook. Once he syncs it to Facebook, full-time madness. It's gone, my nigga. Full-time madness. It's gone. When it, once he syncs it to Facebook. Mm-hmm. That's when so your Facebook people that have not been on Twitter don't like Twitter. That don't understand you know, it Zuck, because it's too techy. Yeah. Zuckerberg has a way of integrating all his platforms. Mm-hmm. At least we've seen that happen with Messenger, with Facebook, and with Instagram, right? Yeah. And the sync between Facebook and Instagram. Then he takes the the features on one platform and puts I'll it on the other platform. Yeah. So when he started putting like reels and putting like stories first, right, on Instagram. Once he was done with that and he was successful, he took all that and took it to Facebook. Yeah, don't forget WhatsApp. So imagine, and do you understand? And then took it to WhatsApp. So imagine the amount of people, the pipeline from Facebook to Threads. People that have not experienced, like some of our parents are going to use Threads. Oh, definitely. The way he will integrate it. And the picture quality on Threads, my God. Fun. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like what I said. It's like what I said about Elon Musk. Elon Musk doesn't really... He has not shown that he can do, he can oversee or own a mass, a mass, a mass, a product that has mass appeal. Yeah, this is his first rule, you know. Yeah, this is which first is exactly opposite of what Zuckerberg is. Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg is was a born in this. Yeah. Yeah. You don't understand. This is his shit. Like this is his. This is what he knows how to do best. Well, you know, and that's why it's that's why it's want, scary for everyone yeah. and not for alone. For and not for um, Zuckerberg. With what Zuck is doing right now, I understand why the US political system wants to break his company into different parts. Because one man should scary. not have all this power. The data scary. and information this guy has is insane. It's crazy. Foul. Bro. He's mad. I've never seen somebody move like this before. Instagram's algorithm is crazy because it's, oh. I don't know, man. It's just mad. Yeah. Because this thing happens over and over again. What was the last thing I wanted to buy again? Crocs. I said, yeah. I need another Crocs. I need another Crocs. I've just been saying it. As I've, I've mentioned it to Kazi, one of my guy, who who I bought the last one from. Yeah. You know, I think I've mentioned it. I've mentioned it quite a lot, bro. I'll just go on Instagram. I'll just be seeing slides, Crocs. I'll, yeah. I'll, like, I'll just be laughing. I say, God, they don't use me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that? Oh, Instagram, God. Instagram now is a version of Snapchat and TikTok. That is what Instagram was, right now is. It was what that guy, what he, it was what he did. Two things that made me respect Zuckerberg was one. 
what he did to Snapchat to yeah. what he didn't allow, what he didn't allow TikTok to do to him. Because yeah, you know when yeah. TikTok came, people was like, ah, oh, more Facebook, Instagram is... Bro, nothing happened. Mm. Nothing happened. Nothing Because yeah. it, took, it took a lot of... Um, if you look at Instagram now, everything TikTok is doing, they, they are doing it. Everything Snapchat is doing it, Instagram is doing it. Where? Yeah, like Zuck is very reactive, right? So he's proactive, but also very reactive, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? He sees that, oh, TikTok, these guys, I see what you're doing. You guys own the new, you know, user base, young people. This is what they can do. All right, I just adopt your thing. Like, very reactive, very... There's no shame in doing this thing. No, he's a all. businessman. At all. And, you know, people try and, you know, discredit his business model. Oh, why are you doing this? Oh, why are you doing that? Again, once again, guys... If you don't, and I and and you know, I don't want to make this a money thing or whatever. But beyond the money, look at the amount of work this guy has put in. Look yeah, at what he he's done. Hard. He works hard, man. Please shut up. You are not yeah. in any. You know, you are you are just a grifter on Twitter with five thousand followers, yeah. and you think you have an opinion about somebody who runs a whole fucking social media platform and, and has been running it since two thousand and five. And the way has influenced the world, the way we see the world through social media lens right now, the way that influenced politics. Romance, lifestyle, come on, man. Bro, Zuckerberg bro. is the beast. Stop trying to have an opinion on what Mark Zuckerberg is doing. You don't go, you know, you haven't done anything like bro, this. Bro, I don't before. even understand that tech world. I don't understand that Silicon Valley world. That's the thing, fam. You know, so so I, I give him a lot of credit for what he's done. All these guys, all of them, they are they are geniuses. They're all gurus, they're all gurus, man. Yeah, they are all geniuses. Will I be using the platform? I see that good there, I see a lot of stuff. You I'm followed me, I followed you, Seth. Wow. Yeah, I was Bro. I I think I'm the two hundred and something person yeah, to join the I, platform. When I was there already, we already yeah, I already put stored. Like, I just got there. And how come this guy just how come wow. this guy is already here? And the thing is Bro. that he, he had not said anything. You know, we we're talking about it on the WhatsApp group. So Osaki was like really silent. He didn't say anything about it. It was it was like he wasn't even online, only to get on on threads and he was oh, already so, already there following me. I'm like, ah, ah see this guy Steve. does a bonus since, yeah. Steve, this is yeah. how true lead researchers move. I am the lead researcher. Okay. This is how we move. <laughs> okay. Don't you okay. both move in silence and violence? Wow, Take you from wow, wow, yeah. cool, cool. Wow. I get you. All right, let's go into Ask the Giants. We have this from Anon. Steve, like I said at the beginning of this episode, this is for you, okay? This is your brother. Uh, it's my brother too, but it's your brother. So let's go. From Anon, my girlfriend and I have been dating for four years and I've been trying to convince both of our parents for over two years to allow us to marry. My family agreed a year ago and her family agreed a month ago. Her family, however, agreed with conditions. First condition that every aspect of the wedding will happen in Cross River. For context, I am from Edo and she is from Cross River. I would have thought it fair to have the traditional marriage in her place and a church wedding in my state. Second condition is that the wedding must happen in her parents' church because her father is an elder there. Further context, my parents were not happy because of the difference in tribe and her own parents had issues because of the difference in Christian denomination. I am Catholic and they think we worship idols and blah, blah, blah. Now my questions. One, 
To travel by road from Edo to Cross River will take over nine hours. How will I make my elderly parents and kinsmen go through this if her people refuse to let go of this condition and are not willing to meet me and my people halfway? Two, my father kind of foresaw all this, which is why he said no in the beginning, and they are playing right into it. How do I go and tell him that these people have given us conditions? I haven't even told him yet because he will just back out completely. 3. Assuming I bend over backwards and eat all their shit and marry the love of my life, will I be a bad guy if I turn my back on them forever because of the shit they made me eat? 4. If I turn my back on them, how will my girl, now my wife, deal with it seeing as we will now be living in the same house? Unhappy wife, unhappy home. Five, Abi make a give and bele, make everybody kukuma rest. Six, what do you guys think about eloping? Seven, if I accept the conditions, it is not. Is it not the beginning of some sort of subservience? In five years, they will come with some sort of request. Thanks, guys. We'll be looking forward to your responses. Steve Dede, the lead researcher. Over to you. <laughs> Sorry. After Steve, after Steve gives his answer, I have a true life example of this of this of this uh, Let's have the true life situation. I think that will even even you know yeah. okay, okay. that will even guide us more into like a proper response. Steve so is loading. Ayo, shoot. Yeah. So, so as a lead, this... I say, this is this is how lead researchers move. Yeah. They wait for real life experiences. They, they need cases. a context before they can enter. Thank you. You know the level. Yeah. You know. That's so, That's good. so, so. Though, this is my guy in lag. His name is Sylvester. We were close friends. I knew his girlfriend back then, you know. All three years in uni, like, it was this babe. Even when he entered NYC, it was this babe. So I think around 2012 or 2011, they said I was getting married to this babe. Fine. Now, unknown to me, there was drama in the family. But I didn't get to know until like 24 hours to 48 hours before the wedding. And I was the best man. So I was out with him a day before the wedding. We were meant to go for the rehearsal of the wedding, the dress rehearsal. And that's how he, called, he got a call from the reverend. The reverend was was at the interdominational church in Alausa. That's where the governor goes to. And the priest called him and said, his family that my guy's family members called him and said, so so and so 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 about the wedding. Apparently, my guy's mom see does not like his wife. One, she is not Catholic Ibo. That's one. Two, she claimed that my guy was buying things for his wife and neglected them at home, which is a lie anyway. And uh, they didn't just approve of the girl. That was the major issue. And they now said they were boycotting the wedding 24 hours to the wedding. And everybody running helter skelter. And my guy just told his wife that, look, we are getting married tomorrow. Whether anybody's coming or not, we are getting married tomorrow. He called his mother, his mother was okay with it. No, no. The bride's mother was okay with it. She was fine with it. He didn't care about his own family. His uncles abandoned him. His brothers did not want him to even get married. They even threatened to show up at the wedding the next day and scatter things, right? But the pastor now called the two of them. He called the bride's mother too and said, look, are you guys okay with getting married tomorrow? Yes. And my guy agreed to get, to get married and shift the time himself. They were supposed to get married like around 10 a.m. They moved it to like 8 a.m., right? Now, I also heard that on the lady's part, her father left home years ago and mysteriously disappeared. They never saw him. And the village's form said that they must do like um, 
sacrifice, you know, rituals of sacrifice to appease the gods before she can get married because her father is not around. And these people are Christians, right? And they said no. And that's how our family backed out and said they're not doing the wedding. So on the day of the wedding, my guy's family was not there. The babe's family was not there, apart from uncle who gave her away. That's the only sensible person in the family. As a matter of fact, my guy hired bodyguards because he, he worked in an oil company at that time, so he had a little bit of cash. He hired bodyguards to stay in front of the church and let anybody and let them know and not allow anybody enter, like any of his family members enter. So my guy bought a car for his mom, the so-called mom that was uh, saying that they neglected them and everything. And her car had a tracker. And the guy gave me his phone to that to track his mom's car to know if she's coming here or not. And basically, throughout that wedding, we were on standby. I remember the reception. I had to even go outside and hang out with the bouncers for like two hours so that I could identify, if anybody comes, I could identify, oh, if this is the brother or not, don't allow him to enter. And to, to, to today, right now, they have three kids. As the last time I, I contacted him, everything is fine, basically. Both it's people so... decided to get married and don't give a fuck about where anybody I'm is. So... I'm, I'm really not happy that I allowed you to say, to give this story. Why? So it wouldn't be as if the story influenced what I was going to say. Oh, sorry, my bad. I'm, uh, what, I was going to, what I was going to say to our guy is that he's not ready to get married. Yeah. Right? You, people don't understand what marriage is as a, as a... And that's why, you know, my dad used to tell me marriage is not about like age or, you know, it's just about how mature you are, Right? Maturity comes with being responsible. Responsible responsibility comes with being able to know what you want and being able to go for it and you know bear all the consequences. You're not ready to get married, bro. You can't like you can't handle your shit. Like for you to be confused about what to do for your own for your wedding, you and your wife, for you to be confused about it. I'm sorry, sir. You're not ready to have a home, to have a family of your own. Where you'll be the man, where you be the you'll be responsible for a family. You guys are going to get married, you guys are going to get kids, you're going to be responsible for human beings, and you're getting confused over mere ceremonies. My brother, <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. You're not ready. If you're ready to get married, you get married. Like Ayo's friend did. He was this guy knew what he wanted. He did it and moved on. Bro, I said in that way. You should be the brother Bro, trained. The brother I'm trained. sorry for whoever like, sends this the um, like question. Yeah. I, I'm sorry for whoever said this because I don't know what you wanted to hear from me, but this is my own advice to you. You're not ready. If you're ready to get married, you get married. And you and your wife will sit down, think about what's best for two, both of you. Sit down, make that decision, and go ahead with it and be ready to bear any consequence that comes with it. Just because you don't want, you are ready for it. So, please, you decide. Are you ready to get married or not? Thank you. Lead recession. My guy, <laughs> look your baby in the eye and tell her, are you ready Bro, to you get married be. to me? Simple as that. Nice one. Thank you, Ayo. And thank you for Thanks. that backstory and the context. Please, um, Steve, don't ever you in your life and anything you say with lead research again. You're not writing a formal letter here. You pay you, Avi. You pay you. You see, Get us said everything. You now said lead research. You now pause the book, comma. Anyways, and Anon, here's my own feedback. And it's very simple. And it toes the line which Steve and I have gone already, which is, and if you look at your mail that you sent, you and your wife are the minor characters. 
in the mail. Every other person are the major characters in the mail. And you guys are the minor characters. And you are meant to be the major characters in that email. Which is to say, it's all around you and the person you want to get married to. Those are the two most important people in this story. And they have to become the main characters in this story. Are you sure you want to marry this girl? Do you love her? Does she love you? Can you ride or die for her? Can she ride or die for you? If you can, if you can answer that question comfortably and say yes, right? Then it means both of you are ready to take on the sacrifices and consequences of being together and forgetting every other person around you. That's how I see it. And so, if you are both of you are ready to have that conversation and both of you are ready to say, hey, it's us and it's us first, then please do what you have to do and forget about everybody around you. But if you are not ready to make that sacrifice and you're still thinking about other people who have lived their own lives, right, then, you know, you can then start to throw this line of thinking in how you want to appease people, etc., etc. That's how I see it. With these few words of mine, the true lead researcher has spoken. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, mm. that was it from Max the Giants. Yes, sir. Yeah, I hope you guys um, enjoyed the episode and thank you for the feedback from last episode. We got a lot of feedback from last episode saying it was one of the best episodes so far. So we hope this is also a dope episode. And I think this is the longest episode. This is like it's over two hours. Over over two hours, yeah. Longest episode. So hope you guys enjoyed as well. Awesome. Talk to you guys later. Peace out.